Leviticus chapter 6 The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, When any of you sin and commit a trespass against the Lord, by deceiving a neighbor in a matter of a deposit, or a pledge, or by robbery, or if you have defrauded a neighbor, or have found something lost and lied about it, if you swear falsely regarding any of the various things that one may do and sin thereby, when you have sinned and realize your guilt and would restore what you took by robbery or by fraud or the deposit that was committed to you or the lost thing that you found or anything else about which you have sworn falsely, you shall repay the principal amount and shall add one-fifth to it. You shall pay it to its owner when you realize your guilt, and you shall bring it to the priest as your guilt offering to the Lord, a ram without blemish from the flock or its equivalent for a guilt offering. The priest shall make atonement on your behalf before the Lord, and you shall be forgiven for any of the things that one may do and incur guilt thereby. Instructions Concerning Sacrifices The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Command Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the ritual of the burnt offering. The burnt offering itself shall remain on the hearth upon the altar all night until the morning, while the fire on the altar shall be kept burning. The priest shall put on his linen vestments after putting on his linen undergarments next to his body, and he shall take up the ashes to which the fire has reduced the burnt offering on the altar and place them beside the altar. Then he shall take off his vestments and put on other garments and carry the ashes out to a clean place outside the camp. The fire on the altar shall be kept burning. It shall not go out. Every morning the priest shall add wood to it, lay out the burnt offering on it, and turn into smoke the fat pieces of the offerings of well-being. A perpetual fire shall be kept burning on the altar. It shall not go out. This is the ritual of the grain offering. The sons of Aaron shall offer it before the Lord in front of the altar. They shall take from it a handful of the choice flour and oil of the grain offering, with all the frankincense that is on the offering, and they shall turn its memorial portion into smoke on the altar as a pleasing odor to the Lord. Aaron and his sons shall eat what is left of it. It shall be eaten as unleavened cakes in a holy place. In the court of the tent of meeting they shall eat it. It shall not be baked with leaven. I have given it as their portion of my offerings by fire. It is most holy, like the sin offering and the guilt offering. Every male among the descendants of Aaron shall eat of it as their perpetual due throughout your generations from the Lord's offerings by fire. Anything that touches them shall become holy. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, This is the offering that Aaron and his sons shall offer to the Lord on the day when he is anointed, one-tenth of an epa of choice flour, as a regular offering, half of it in the morning and half in the evening. It shall be made with oil on a griddle. You shall bring it well soaked, 
as a grain offering of baked pieces, and you shall present it as a pleasing odor to the Lord. So the priest anointed from among Aaron's descendants as a successor shall prepare it. It is the Lord's, a perpetual due, to be turned entirely into smoke. Every grain offering of a priest shall be wholly burned. It shall not be eaten. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the ritual of the sin offering. The sin offering shall be slaughtered before the Lord at the spot where the burnt offering is slaughtered. It is most holy. The priest who offers it as a sin offering shall eat of it. It shall be eaten in a holy place in the court of the tent of meeting. Whatever touches its flesh shall become holy. And when any of its blood is splattered on a garment, you shall wash the bespattered part in a holy place. An earthen vessel in which it was boiled shall be broken. But if it is boiled in a bronze vessel, that shall be scoured and rinsed in water. Every male among the priests shall eat of it. It is most holy, but no sin offering shall be eaten from which any blood is brought into the tent of meeting. For atonement in the holy place, it shall be burned with fire. And thus we conclude the reading of chapter 6 of the book of Leviticus. I have a few questions for reflection I'd like to present to you. Number one, what images come to your mind when reading the instructions in chapter 6? Question two, after reading the sins listed in chapter 6, what greater understanding do you glean about the behavior and social patterns of the ancient Hebrews? Number three, what are your thoughts regarding the instructions for making restitution for fraud, theft, robbery, uh, and other sins in chapter 6? Number four, what did you learn about the role of the priest in chapter 6? Question five, how are the instructions for the food the priest shall eat from the burnt offering similar or different from how the modern Christian pastors are compensated? And question number six, other thoughts about reading this chapter. Let us pray. Lord, I bring my best to you. Take my heart and use it. Bless my spirit and direct it. Cleanse me from my sin and grant me your favor. Make me an instrument of your peace. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This is Pastor Nick Hood, pastor and senior minister of the Plymouth United Church of Christ, located in the heart of Detroit uh, and at the tip-top of the Medical Center of Detroit. We're located at 600 East Warren Avenue. We worship on Sundays at 8.30 and 11 in the morning and Wednesdays at noon. You're certainly welcome to stop by. I'd love to see you. Uh, I'm fascinated in uh, reading this part of the book of Leviticus because I've always believed that the more you focus, a person can focus on the rules uh, or the signage uh, in an area, it tells you uh, a lot about what's going on. When I say signage, for example, when you ride in a neighborhood in your car and you see a sign that says, uh, slow down, children at play, uh, that tells you that 
there's probably been a problem there, or at least a concern that, um, you know, if people don't take the signage to heart, that um, a situation will get out of control. Uh, and the same is true with laws. As we read the laws uh, regarding the behavior, uh, the proper behavior, the social norms and mores of the ancient Israelites, it tells us, it gives us a clue as to what's really going on. You know, these are an imperfect people uh, in an imperfect society, um, and God is trying to help them get right. And it's very similar to the laws that we have today when, you know, in the, the judicial system, uh, which is really, from my perspective, in large measure designed to protect society, to protect um, society as we know it from bad behavior. And so uh, I hope uh, reading the book of Leviticus gives you a better insight into the ancient uh, Israelites, and I hope that uh, you are enjoying this process. Tomorrow, I will be focusing on Leviticus chapter 7. Until tomorrow or the next time, this is Pastor Nick Hood, and God bless.